Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ. Living Orthodoxy is the parish podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. I'd like to start this homily with a personal story. When I was very young, the church I was raised in had an incredible uh, education program. And they had this vacation Bible school that they would do every summer. And I must have been about nine when this happened. This vacation Bible school, one of the, my favorite parts about it was these skits they would do. They would get adults to dress up as Bible characters. So they got my dad, who was like the, the token hippie with the long hair, to dress as Jesus. And this other guy, who was more of kind of the car salesman type with the tight goatee, he dressed up as the devil like the plastic horns and the red cape. And there's about a hundred of us sitting in this church with the young ones in the front, older to the back. And they started playing music and Jesus came in. And it was like the Beatles had shown up. Like the kids went crazy. It's Jesus. I'm sitting there going, ah, that's my dad. (laughs) But it was so neat. But it was. These kids were so excited to see Jesus. And he's walking down and he's literally like shaking hands and kissing babies. And it was so wonderful. And giving hugs. And he made his way up to the front. And then the music changed, the lights went down, and the devil came in. And then the kids are like, oh my gosh, it's the devil. And of course, the devil is throwing out candy to all the kids. And the kids are going crazy and trying to get as much candy as they can. And he makes his way up to the front, and there's this little kind of friendly banter between Jesus and the devil. And they're getting ready, they settle in, the kids kind of calm down a little bit. They're getting ready to do this little skit, and they stop... Because in the very front row is a little boy about my son's age, about three or four, who is just bawling his eyes out, just crying so loudly. And they can't go on. So they, they stop and they, they get down and they go to him, my, my dad, Jesus, and the devil, and they, they sort of break character and they go to him and they're trying to make sure he's okay. And they, they get down and they say, what's, what's the matter? And he's crying and he says, my mouth is on fire. See, the devil had been throwing out atomic fireballs. (laughs) Of course that's what he would do. And my my dad said, I can't make this up. My dad says, well, just, son, spit it out. And he says, I can't. And my dad says, well, why not? And the boy says, because it's candy. (laughs) I will never forget that. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Um, Well, I think that the rich man mentioned in today's gospel has a lot of candy. And like most children with a lot of candy, he's very self-centered. If we look at the gospel, he's trying to figure out what to do with all these crops. He says, what shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grains and my goods. And something we have to clear up is that the gospel, it says the land was the thing that brought forth plentifully. It doesn't say the man worked really hard and so yielded a plentiful bounty. But also it's not likely that this rich man himself would have been the one out there doing the work. But to make matters worse, he has this little monologue with his soul. 
It would, want, it would be one thing if he didn't even think he had a soul. You know, like if this was all there was, just this body, this lifeless matter, then I suppose go ahead and store up your crops. But he acknowledges that he has a soul, that there's something divine in him. And that makes what he's doing so much worse. Because he says to his soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, be merry. What could a soul possibly have to do with ample goods? Then God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. This word that we've translated to required more literally means asked back. This night your soul is being asked back of you. In other words, not even our soul is our own. It's something entrusted to us. And someday, God will demand it back. We are so like this man. We believe in the divine. We know we have a soul. I mean, after all, here we are. We're doing something for our soul. It really, What we're doing, praising and praying and worshiping, really doesn't make sense within the context of the pursuit of happiness. But we're still so self-centered. And I include myself in this. We're like children. We think everything is mine, mine, mine. And we forget that nothing is really ours, not even our soul. We're afraid to spit out the candy, even though it's the thing that's killing us. And we recklessly assume we're going to live for so many years. And we think that since we've worked so hard, that we're the ones who deserve all the credit and all the comfort, but we're forgetting that work, toiling, this is something that we've had to do from the very beginning of creation as a consequence of our self-centeredness in the garden. Of course we work. There's no way around it. But perhaps the worst part is that we've fooled ourselves into thinking the whole point of all of it is to be happy. Because we forget that what we have is not our own. Even our very own life, the very essence of our being, is not really ours. It's been given to us. All of creation was made out of nothing, and we from dirt. And we have the audacity to hoard earthly and mundane things, but neglect the part of us that's eternal and keep things for our soul. The most profound and invaluable gift given to us, the very essence that makes us not animals, the spark of divinity within us, which cannot be contained in barns, let alone a body. Don't be fooled. Happy is not synonymous with good. If you give a child some candy, he will be happy for a few moments, but that doesn't mean we should eat candy all our lives and take our ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Certainly not. Life, being, takes work. It requires of us taking an honest look at who we are and where our treasure lies. So who are we then? This is the good news. We are the plentiful bounty of the Lord's garden. Think about that. The Lord created paradise first, and then not only did he create us from it, 
but he created us for it. What barn could possibly contain such a harvest? So what can we do? First, spit out the candy already. Deny ourselves. Fast. Give to those in need. Then, nourish the soul. Feast at the Lord's table. Accept his love and fill your heart with his grace. So that when he returns and demands back the soul he gave us, he will say to us, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen. For more information about St. Philip Orthodox Church, visit us online at st-philip.net.